Welcome to the Chocolate Cake Bites podcast. This is a podcast where we're going to discuss, understand, maybe even sometimes challenge Latter-day Saint culture. I'm your host, Ken Williams. The opinions, attitudes, ideas, and thoughts that we discuss are those of the hosts and guests. Do not in any way reflect the official doctrines or stances of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Thanks for listening, and welcome to this week's conversation. Welcome back. And I have with me two of my favorite co-hosts. First of all, of course, my favorite daughter and my favorite sister. And that's only because um, I don't think Candace is going to listen to this podcast, so she'll never know that she's a second favorite sister. (laughs) I have Annette with me, and I have Allison with me. I'm super excited to have a conversation with both of them. So welcome. We'll go with the virtual person first. Uh, Welcome, Annette. Thank you. I feel very welcome. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> and welcome. Uh, oh, I had to look to see who I was sitting in the same room with. I have Allison with me. So welcome back, Allison. And the problem that I have with living close to Allison, by the way, we live a mile and a half from each other. We're in a different stakes. And <laughs> she said, when when the stake was realigned a few months ago, she texted me and she said, does this mean we're in different stakes? And I said, yes. And she said, thank goodness. <laughs> so that's our relationship. Um, we we talk a lot. We have dinner together almost every Sunday, and we talk a lot about stuff. And I usually will say something brilliant like, oh, we need to record this conversation. And then when it comes to the time that we're ready to sit down, I have no idea what you talked about. So we're going to recreate probably absolutely nothing, and, and I don't know what direction this is going to go. But we're going to talk about personal revelation. As we have been reading the Doctrine and Covenants and learning about personal revelation and learning about revelation and how it works in the church, I have had a question, and um, I wanted to, to get some insight that wasn't just mine. So, here we are. We're going to talk about revelation. And if you can't see Allison, but she's doing the, um, I don't know what that is. <laughs> she's raising her eyebrows. It's very entertaining. I should turn your microphone off. So you... Yeah, that'd be nice. <laughs> there you go. I turned the wrong one on. So personal revelation, the question, it's a simple question. How do you know if a feeling that you have or a thought that you have is personal revelation? Ready, go. <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> which means it's the next <laughs> turn to start off. So that's the question. I hear people a lot of times say, well, I received personal revelation that I should or shouldn't do whatever. And the question that I have is, how do we know? How do I know for myself? Because I don't care about you and your personal revelation. Maybe I should, but I don't. But how do I know for myself if something that I think or something that I feel is the result of personal revelation? Like, how do you know? Yeah. Um, so you want a scenario? Yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> otherwise this is going to be a really <laughs> slow episode where it's just us <laughs> sitting around thinking, hmm, hmm, I don't know. All right. So I have a... Um, Okay, here's here's a, a scenario. I am a manager at FedEx, and I am at the point in my career where I'm thinking, it's time for me to take the next step. So Alma 3737 says, counsel with the Lord in all thy doing. So if I follow that advice, I'm going to counsel with the Lord. So let's just suppose that I have prayed and asked, should I pursue this, this promotion? Which would do some things for me. It might change my schedule. It might change my... Uh, certainly would change my income, would change my level of responsibility. And then I 
decide to or not to pursue based on thoughts that I have or feelings that I have. Let's just suppose that the feelings that I have continue to be aligned with the thoughts that I have had that, yeah, I'm ready to take this next step. How do I know whether that's personal revelation or is that just me deciding it's time for me to start getting paid more money for the, for the work that I'm doing? Yes. That's not very helpful. <laughs> If you um, want to be I, a co-host, you have to you have to engage. You can't just sit there and be as obnoxious as we were growing up. <laughs> I think that it doesn't matter okay. if if you feel good about moving forward, like in your scenario or, or any particular scenario about personal revelation. If you feel good about doing it, then I think you should do it. And it's either going to be personal revelation that like, yeah, that was the right choice. Or it's going to be an example. Like I think, I think it was elder Holland that talked about in a conference talk at some point about, um, not knowing which direction to go Mm -hmm. and they were walking or driving and they went miles and miles like the wrong way. Right. But then they knew that they were going to go the right way when they went back the other way. So I think it's either it's the right thing or it's an experience that you need to have so you know what you need to do. Okay. So in this in this scenario, I <clears throat> submitted my, my application for the promotion. I got an interview. I felt really good about it. And then I talked to another guy who bid on the job. He felt um, not very good about his chances and... Then based on what we talked about, I felt like my chances were horrible because he was a better candidate than I was. And it turns out he got the job I did not. So now I I haven't changed my thought that I think I deserve more money. I deserve more responsibility. I'm good at what I do, et cetera. So again, like I go back to my first question, personal revelation or no? How do I I know the difference? Absolutely personal revelation. Absolutely personal revelation. So... I want to hear Allison's thoughts, and then I have another question that that hopefully will make you think a little bit more, because I'm not convinced. I'm not okay. convinced that we've beat this to death yet. We'll get there. So, oh, I Allison. have so many more things that oh, I good. could say, so I want to hear from Allison, <laughs> and then I have a whole other thing. Awesome. So, Allison, mm-hmm. personal revelation or no? I think it really depends on how you're asking. Okay, what do you mean? Um, so, it's hard to know the right way to ask questions. You're talking about when you pray? To, when uh, you to pray, yeah. Okay. Um, and it's something that I've struggled with, like knowing how to ask or what to ask or, you know, all that. Mm-hmm. Um, there was one situation um, where I was convinced that I had an answer to my prayer. And I was like, okay, this is so right. And it didn't work out that way. So I was devastated and confused because this is what I really wanted. Mm -hmm. And this is what I thought was my answer. So I was like, why isn't this working out if this is right? And this is what I want and it should be perfect, right? So then finally it took me I don't know, months. And I finally went back and I was like, look, here's the deal. This is what you're saying to... This is what I'm saying in my prayer. Okay. I'm like, 
okay, maybe it was a little saying? more like formal, but okay. like <laughs> TLDR, <laughs> this is the deal. This is, you know how I feel about this and how much I want this. Mm-hmm. And I thought you wanted this for me too, but like, why isn't it working out? So here's my solution. If this isn't really what I should be doing right now, then I need you to take the desire away from me. At least it can't be this strong. Okay. And I was like, there's no way that's going to work because, like, I want this really bad. But then, like, literally days later, that desire, it was still there, but it was, like, more a background thing. It wasn't Mm. something that I was super... I wasn't obsessing over it. Mm -hmm. It was just a background like, oh, yeah, I want that one day. But like, you know, right now is not the time. And it took me a while to realize like what a drastic change that was. Because before it was something that like my whole world revolved around. And I was like, this is this is so right. This is what I was told. Mm -hmm. Like this was my answer. And. It it totally changed when I said, here's what I need, because it was, it was taking over my whole life. Mm -hmm. Like, that's all I could think about. And I was so confused and concerned about why it's not working the way it should, if that was my answer. I like that, that idea, not that you're necessarily negotiating with Heavenly Father, or that you're setting the conditions of your interaction with them, but you're, but you're really sharing the, the needs that you have. This is where I stand. If I need to be someplace different, that I need your help to get me there. I think that's really, I don't know that I've considered praying for something in that way before. So I like that. Any comments, Annette? Or should I yeah. just continue on with my... Oh, I have so much comments. <laughs> She's I, ready I to think, tell me I'm wrong. No, I was going to say, <laughs> Allison actually was going to, like, she just said my rebuttal of what I was, <laughs> my, yeah, but that I was going to say, which is, um, it really depends on what you're asking. Okay. Like, is this a good thing for me to do? The answer is yes. Okay. Is this the right time? The answer might be no. Mm-hmm. Is this the right is this, you know, right for me right this minute? Mm-hmm. The answer might be yes, it might be no. So part of it really just depends on the question that you're asking. It also could be that opportunity, like in, in your your example scenario, that that opportunity interviewing, staying fresh on the interview, mm-hmm. it lets the the higher ups know that you're amazing. Uh, the desires yes, that you have. they they found out that I'm amazing. <laughs> right they were like we didn't yeah, we had know. no idea like where's ken ben he was here and we just didn't even know did you bring chocolate cake to your no interview? i did not bring chocolate well, cake to my interview, but right there <laughs> oh, maybe i should I'll you know but then that. that could open up doors that maybe wouldn't have been opened up later on right. that happened because of that that you applied for that job mm-hmm. and so i i think you can't say it specifically was not revelation to pursue it because it hasn't been long enough if it's only been a couple of months right you know it might take a long time that that the dominoes start falling into place so i like that now there's a there's a a story that i can think of that i want to share that kind of makes that point i like the direction this is going so i'm going to change the direction just for fun what about 
Um, I'm going to use an, a, I'll just consider it a ridiculous example that I'm praying for something that, that I can't imagine Heavenly Father cares about. Like, please bless the Colts that they'll win this game on Sunday. Please bless this food to taste good. <laughs> okay, okay. To so, nourish our bodies. So, bless this brownie to nourish our bodies. Oh my goodness. Yeah, no, bless. in our family, we say, please bless this food to taste good. But that's only when I make the food. That's the thing that hurts. That's so hurtful. Mom made dinner today and nobody prayed for that. <clears throat> we got the standard nourish and strength in our bodies, but and I don't need your attitude. <laughs> so, no. So if we're praying for something or praying about something that, that let's just suppose is not important, whether the cults win or lose, whether the food tastes good or not, whether what, whatever it is. Um, what shirt to wear? What shirt to wear? Yeah. There was a, <laughs> there's an article that I read that somebody got into a fight, probably in Utah, a bunch of weirdos in Utah. <laughs> good thing we only have, have like three listeners in Utah. Sorry about that. Utah. But there was a fight over over the color of clothing somebody was wearing, something like that. But if you're if you're praying about something like that, and it could extend to uh, other things like I think a week or two ago we were talking about uh, callings. And in some callings, at some times, I don't think that the Lord cares whether it's person A or person B. It's not important. And so the bishopric may do some discussion and consideration and things like that. Um, but if you're praying about something like that, that the answer, not that I would put words in Heavenly Father's mouth, but it just isn't, it isn't important. You could take this job or that job and things would be fine. You can move to this city or that city and things would be fine. You could... Um, date this person or that person and things would be fine. You could choose this major or that major and things would be fine. How do you, do you, do you get personal revelation? And if so, how do you know that the decision that you've made is revelatory? The end of my question. So, (laughs) and it is motioning to to Allison that is her turn to answer. Okay. Well, for me, I don't, I have a harder time knowing if something's right than if something's wrong. I mean, say the first example. Um, But usually if something's not right for me, I, I don't know that I can describe exactly how I feel, but it's like a physical reaction. I feel super uncomfortable. I just obsess about that decision constantly. Um, and I just get super confused, like, I don't have any, like, um, I don't know, like, specific ideas. All I know is, I just keep thinking, like, I don't know what to do, I don't know what to do, I don't know what to do. Okay. And then as soon as I take my attention away from that specific decision, it's just a completely different experience. Like, I feel peace and calm and... Like, I can actually see the decision, I guess. It's, I don't know, it's like putting my glasses on Mm -hmm. after waking up. Like, I can't see anything without them. Um, But everything just seems so much more clear. Even if I don't know exactly how it'll work out, it's just okay. 
I'm not worried about it anymore. It's okay. it's fine. Okay. I can live with that. I still have another question, but you always have more questions. Of course I do. <laughs> that's what that's why that's why we're here because I have more questions than answers. All right, so Annette, what what are your thoughts or what are your comments? <laughs> <laughs> we just lost audio for a second. It's a little bit um, confusing because. So <laughs> my, first, <laughs> my personal experience, um, if it's if it's two good things, you know, one of those things where it doesn't necessarily matter, then I just feel like these are two, like one's not a clearly a bad choice. And since I'm not getting any feeling that something's a bad choice, mm-hmm. it probably just doesn't matter. And I'm going to do the one that's more appealing. Okay. I don't now, know if that's really the answer to the question. Well, I think I can accept that. But the so now the next question that I have is, Before you say that, I was okay. going to say, for me, like usually I have to make a decision before I can get any feedback. Okay, I have to direction. say, like, here's, <laughs> here's my choices. These are my thoughts. Here's what I'm leaning towards. What do you think? Mm-hmm. And that's when I get some sort of answer okay it's not if i can't just say okay what do i do here's here's what's going on what do i do like then it's like nothing mm-hmm. it's it's a net when she moves her computer it's <laughs> <laughs> maybe, that's, maybe that's what it is i'm not touching it okay so the next question that i have is there are a lot of things that i see in the church it could be political things. It could be medical things. Big uh, disputes right now with uh, vaccinations and masks. Political things. Big dispute between Trump and Biden. Um, could be doctrinal things. Not doctrinal. Let's just say procedural things. Um, how do we handle LGBT members, for example? We have people that are in our stake that are um, non-binary. How do we... Okay, so so my real my question is: Let's say that I've prayed about something, and I've got an answer, and I'm going to call that personal revelation. And then you prayed about the same thing, and have gotten a different answer. And let's just say, let's let's because the election's over for most people, <laughs> that the, the um, I pray about which candidates should I support? And I get what I feel is personal revelation that I should support this old white guy who's going crazy and, and um, isn't thinking straight. And you pray about who you should support. And your answer is the other old white guy who's crazy and isn't thinking straight. How is it that two probably mostly active, active members of the church can get two answers to the same question that are wildly different and they're both, quote unquote, personal revelation. And I may be personal. I may be completely convinced that my answer is right. And talking to you, you may be completely convinced that your answer is right, and they're different, and and in some cases opposite. Well, I think the it, the answer lies in the question of personal revelation. You didn't say. You didn't pray about which candidate is going to win. Okay. Because that may not be 
what I care about. I want to know who sh- who should I su- uh, support, who should right. I throw my my um, vote to. And and we're we're counseled to vote our conscience. Okay. And um, and that is going to be different from person A to B to C to D. So it goes back to what we were talking about before, as far as what's the actual question that you're asking. You have to be really careful in the questions that you ask of the Lord. Mm-hmm. And and what do you mean by that? Well, just because it's like, is this is this the right? Is this a good thing? Mm-hmm. Yes. Is this the best choice for me right now? Might be no. Okay. You know where you you might be saying the exact might be the exact same scenario. It might be a, a move, a relocation, or a, a job change, mm-hmm. or is this a is this a good opportunity? Yes. Is this the path I should pursue? The answer might be yes. It might be no. So mm-hmm. I think we have to be careful, and and I don't think the Lord does that to be mean or to be to try and trip us up. Mm-hmm. I think He wants us to have intent when we're praying and we're asking. Okay. What do you think, Allison? I was thinking a lot about the scripture today. I don't remember where it is. Seminary was a long time ago. But um, faith without works is dead. Mm-hmm. If you just come and say, you do the work for me, what do I do? I don't know that he wants to do that work for you. He wants you to go and look at your options and um, kind of figure out which way things could go depending on what you choose, and then kind of decide what you're thinking before he's going to give you any input. So will he let us make... I'm not sure if I'm going to ask the question the way that it's kind of formulating in my head, but... um, So first of all, I guess the question is, let's look at the political... We could look at really anything. There's... Uh, a lot that that can be divisive, and and certainly the election was. Could did did it matter to Heavenly Father which candidate won? I don't know. And if it, let's just assume that it does. Does that mean half of the people who voted? Well, and I don't know what the, the percentages are in the church, but there's a, there's a number of people in the church who voted for Trump, a number who voted for Biden. Let's assuming that one was the quote unquote right choice, and you could make that mean whatever you want. Does that mean half of us got it wrong? We we maybe sought for some personal revelation and we misread it. Yeah, I'm actually going to change my answer from I don't know to no. Okay. Or yes. Meaning, because no I don't yes. know what your question was. But <laughs> meaning, like, was the there transcript. a right candidate and a wrong candidate? Like, as far as like, no, I would say no. Okay. I think I think there was a, a plan A and a, you know, another plan A. Whereas like, if this candidate wins, then... The, this is how it's going to go, and if this candidate wins, it's going to it's going to go here. And mm-hmm. like we talked about the other week, you know, there's different paths to get to the to, to the destination. Right. So if that's the case, if there's Plan A and other Plan A, then doesn't matter. Doesn't matter which candidate I support, and if it 
if it doesn't matter to Heavenly Father, and and I don't know if that's the case, but if his work can be accomplished regardless or irregardless, I think I need to use that word at least once every episode. If his plan can be accomplished either way, then why? Why should I why should I try to seek personal revelation if it doesn't matter? I talked a week or two ago about um how there were times that in the bishopric we would consider different people and callings for callings. And I really am convinced that many times it didn't matter. Did we choose this person or that person? And it didn't matter in the overall scheme of things. And certainly people are going to learn different things if they have that calling over this calling. But um, if there are so many things that don't matter, then why should we be counseling with the Lord and all our doings? Dad um, loved that scripture. I don't know if, if he shared it with you a lot, but Alma 37, 37, heard it all the time. All the time. Counsel with the Lord and all they, all they doings. And so what does that, what does that mean? If so many things, and I'm just making an assumption that it doesn't matter whether the Colts, and I don't have, I don't care about sports. So I don't even know who the Colts are playing or even what season it is. <laughs> it doesn't matter which team wins. And, if it doesn't, why why are we supposed to counsel with the Lord? I was going to ask the same question. If, well, if it I'm doesn't, the one asking the questions here. If it doesn't matter, like things are going to work out either way, then why does it even matter? But then I was thinking, maybe it's for us to learn something from that situation. There's been many times where I've struggled with an idea or something and the more I've prayed about it or looked at other people's thoughts on the matter, like my opinion has completely changed. And in, I think most cases it's helped me grow as a person. I feel a lot better about who I am now than I was a few years ago when I thought I knew how everything worked and you know, I thought I had all the right answers, mm -hmm. but now I think I'm more open-minded because of that. I allow myself to look at other people's ideas, even if at first I don't agree with them at all. Mm -hmm. So last chance for this one, Annette, then I have another question. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Do you want to just ask it or do you want me to say anything? No, go ahead. I was going to say, I, I totally agree I think, you know, to quote uh, Chronicles of Narnia again, mm -hmm. there's there's easier ways and there's harder ways to get to the same destination. Mm -hmm. So there's that. But also, yeah, I think it's important for us to learn how the Lord speaks to us, to get practice, having what does that feel like? What does that yeah. sound like for us personally? And, and to throw a question back at you, even though that's against the rules. <laughs> like, I just reserve the right to not answer. How many people are counseling with the Lord in all of their doings? Well, are, are they praying about who they should vote for? Are they praying about if they should be vaccinated? Are they praying about if they should do some, do some of those things? Maybe that's not something that they're thinking that they need to take to the Lord because, mm -hmm. you know, for whatever their reason is. But you don't it's have a, to answer because it's your show. <laughs> it's a good question. And I think that, that, um, I would, 
I would be interested in digging into what that means. What does it mean to counsel with the Lord? Does it mean to ask him what I should do in everything? Does it mean I'm going to tell him what I'm going to do and then hope he agrees? Or does it does it mean something different? I, I was probably a missionary when I heard the story about somebody who was so paralyzed by by decisions that he would he would pray about what kind of sandwich to get at the sandwich shop. And if he didn't get an answer, which I don't know why you would get an answer because <laughs> there, uh, why, but um, it can be, it can be paralyzing if you're, if you're waiting for that kind of a, an answer for everything. Um, the, I have really two other things that kind of along, well, uh, along the same lines that, that I'm thinking about. And one of them, maybe we'll just take another episode where we'll talk a little bit about, um, so let's just say I pray about something and, um, I'm going to try and come up with, with something that is, um, a good example, unless you have something, but I pray you, you mentioned praying about getting a vaccination. Okay. So I get an answer and there are other people that are getting different answers. Now, some of that may be because, and I'm just going to throw as I'm, because this is not scripted. Um, maybe, maybe Heavenly Father doesn't care. And so you go in with your agenda. This is what I am going to do. And here are all my reasons. And you feel nothing telling you that you're wrong. And so you just assume that that's revelation telling you that you're right. Okay. Somebody else has a different decision, different evidence, and they pray about their decision and they, same thing, get nothing saying you're wrong. And so they make their opposite choice. So as somebody who's who's gotten an answer to what I'm going to call personal revelation, what is my obligation to share that? And I'll, I'll kind of expand that so I, we have an obligation in the church. We have a responsibility to share the gospel. So as a member of the church, I've prayed about the Book of Mormon. I prayed about the, you know, the truthfulness of the church. I believe it's true. I have a responsibility as a member to share the gospel. And so I can do that in, in various ways. Now, let's just say that I've prayed about whether I should vote for Trump or Biden, or I've prayed about whether I should... Um, and I'm just going to, for a second, I'm going to stick to a nondescript, uh, device, divisive um, topic, whether or not I'm, I'm going to get the vaccine. And somebody else has made a different decision. What's my obligation? Or do I have an obligation? Or we can even, we can even um, bring it to something that we've talked in the past about tattoos. Somebody's decided to get a tattoo. I've decided not to. So what's my obligation when... I see that somebody's made a, de- a decision that's different than what I believe is right for me personally. End of question. Ready for answers. I feel like both Allison and I are biting our tongues right now. <laughs> yes, I can see it, which I love. So I want to hear, I want to hear your answers because we, we, for some of this, we see this unfolding real time. There are uh, things awful things on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram on both sides that 
are accusatory. This is members of the church. The, we are mm-hmm. supposedly the elect, and both sides of any of these divisive issues are looking at the other side, other side, quoting scripture or quoting prophets, saying, "Even the elect will be deceived," and you're an example of that. So, do I have an obligation if I get what I believe is an answer to my personal prayer about should I support something? And that answer is different than your answer. What's my responsibility? Your responsibility is to love. You keep coming back to that. It's not as fun. (laughs) It is. It is so fun. No, like your question, talking about personal revelation, Mm -hmm. that's specifically for you. Okay. Um, So they, they might have um they might not be have the education that you have okay. about about whatever the topic is they might if you're talking about the vaccine they might have an underlying medical condition that mm-hmm. you might not be aware of maybe they followed the prophet and consulted with their physician and their physician said you should wait mm-hmm. maybe they have an allergy to the ingredient and they've been counseled to not get that maybe they're terrified for whatever reason then they haven't shared it with you. And you mean people share, they don't share everything with me? Right? I think they Weird, share. huh? I but dismissing their concern is not going to help convince them to consider another perspective. Okay. So uh, back to the question, what is my obligation? If I, if I believe something is right, political candidate, medical issue, etc., or something is wrong, I could go that way too. Do I have an obligation to do anything when I see somebody who's making a different decision? You have an obligation to love them, even if they're doing something different than you. My goodness. <laughs> Am I a broken I'm gonna, record? I'm going to find I'm going to find a better co-host that's going to come up with different answers than just love people. <laughs> that's what it's all about. Just he's love. He's going to mute you again. <laughs> no, he's probably going to. Wait, what was that? We couldn't hear you. <laughs> I want to hear your thoughts, Allison. No, I'm just, no. I think you're right. I think you're onto something, but I want to hear what Allison has to say too. And I have another question. Um, because <laughs> I, I know you. There's something. There's something that just wants to come out. There's there's always something. Um, I get that from my father. Um, brilliant, brilliant man. <laughs> that's debatable. <laughs> okay. Um, we'll talk about that next episode. I just think that we need to remember that things are more complicated than we realize. There's oftentimes a lot of things that we don't know that we don't know. Hmm. And that's part of where being open-minded comes into play and is really important. Um, But I think if it's something that you feel really passionate about and you think is hurtful or detrimental or whatever to someone else for believing, um, you can just start with talking to them and loving them, like Annette said. And <laughs> um, and you could just ask them, well, what's... Why do you feel this way? And tell me, tell me more about that. Cindy loves to say, "Tell me more." Mm-hmm. 
And that's really hard to do when you just want to shake them and say, why would you believe this? Right. Um, but if you just get down to the root of it, I mean, for a long time, I've said a million times, I was scared of needles, the thought of needles, the sight of them, the, like literally everything. Mm-hmm. So if this whole pandemic had happened just two years ago, I would have been in a very different place. And if you told me I needed to get vaccinated, I would have probably started crying and run the other way. Like, Which I would not tell you that. but Don't. Don't even talk to me about that. And I would probably have a whole list of reasons why I shouldn't, Mm -hmm. even if I didn't truly believe them. I'm sure my mind would have come up with excuses for me. And so if you could just get down to the root of the problem or the idea or whatever you want to call it, um... It you may not be able to change their mind, but it will help you be more understanding and empathetic if you can see that part. So the question this the the question that I wanted to close with is um, you kind of raised it that um, the the question is when you get an answer to prayer, what is that? experience like how does it feel and and you kind of raised a a tangent question of let's just suppose that you had that deep anxiety over needles and you prayed about should i get the vaccine would in that state of high anxiety would you have been able to hear the answer or or would it have been easy to assume the answer was no, you shouldn't because of the anxiety that you're feeling. Does that make sense? Yeah. I, with how bad my anxiety and fear went, there's no way I would have been able to hear any answer other than no. And it's the same in the opposite way with the other example that I gave. I wanted something so bad that I was like, oh yeah, this is totally my answer. Mm-hmm. And I had to change the question completely in order to get my answer. That's inter- I want to hear your thoughts on that, Annette. Ask the question again. Oh, my goodness. Just say, just love everyone. <laughs> like what Allison said. <laughs> no, I, like, I, I really think it does. It you have to change the question. No, there's no way that she would have been able to, you know, if you already think you know what you should do and you're un and going hand in hand and unwilling to accept that you might be wrong. Um, no, you won't be able to hear, you know, revelation and, and, and I'm just going to throw in, even though you didn't ask, like you keep talking about personal revelation. Uh-huh. You don't get to put personal revelation on other people. True. Nobody else can receive revelation for you. And what's right for one person might not be the best thing for another person. True. So now I want to hear when you receive per- personal revelation, and I realize that there may different situations may, may result in different experiences, but, 
um, just in general, when you receive per- personal revelation, what is that experience like? What does it feel like in your body? What does it feel like? Um, if you were to explain it, if you were to describe it, how would you, is like, it something you can describe? For me personally, mm-hmm. uh, it's, I don't want to say like peace about whatever it is mm-hmm. that I'm, I'm praying about specifically or receiving revelation, but like, I'm okay with it. Okay. Maybe it's something that I like, I didn't want to do, you know, we, years and years ago, we, one of our kids was struggling a lot and was begging to be homeschooled. And I'm, I'm that mom that was like celebrating on that first day of school. Mm-hmm. Like I was just so excited for them to have their adventure. And I was excited for what was new for me. And I, I wasn't excited at the thought of homeschooling. Mm-hmm. And so we prayed about it and prayed about it. And then I went from kind of like what Allison talked about earlier. I went from feeling like there's no way mm-hmm. I don't want to do it. I have no desire. I don't even think I can do it to it's going to be okay and it'll work out and I'm going to do this. And it was just the weirdest feeling to, to feel like it was a complete change of, but it didn't, that didn't come until I prayed with the attitude of, I will actually do whatever is best, mm-hmm. even if that's not what I want. I had to get to that point, you okay. know, where. So it can be a process. It's not necessarily one and done. That I right. pray about it, feel a way about something, and then bam, I'm done. Now I know everything about everything. I mean, I do, but. Well, yeah, but. It's because you're a Williams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, for you, Allison, what does it feel like? What's your experience? I mean, I feel like I already answered this. Okay, well, you kind of did. It's, I don't know, it's, I think it's really similar to what Annette said, like, just like, okay, this will work out. And if it's something that I'm not necessarily excited about, like homeschooling one of my kids, um, not that I have kids to homeschool, but if it's something like that where I'm not, looking forward to it a lot of times I get the thought like there's a reason why I need to do this so it can lead to something better that I might be more excited about Mm -hmm. I think it can be different for different people and it can be different in different circumstances I've had situations where um, it's just kind of a an urging or a, a I feel drawn to do something or to not do something. Um, and I think it can be different in different circumstances as well. So one of the things that I would encourage you to do as you're listening to this is just think about, as you get answers to prayers, I think it was Annette or Allison, they're both brilliant. So it was probably one of them who said, <laughs> they're high-fiving each other. Um, they said that, um, see, now I forgot what you said. No, you said that the whole, one of the points of this whole process of, of seeking revelation is to discover how Heavenly Father speaks to us. And so as you discover those things, then make note of that so that when that experience comes up again, then you can um, recognize that as the, as the word of the Lord. So that's all we got for you this week. We'll talk again next week. Thanks for sharing and for listening and for sharing your thoughts and ideas. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to Chocolate Cake Bites. Please like, share, subscribe, and give us a five-star rating or review. We'd love to hear your comments and ideas, and you can reach out to me at ken at chocolatecakebites.com. 
And before you end the day, take a few minutes to consider who do you know who needs chocolate cake? <laughs> <laughs>